Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Figar. What's going on, everybody? Okay, this episode took a little bit of time to come out. Um, it was actually recorded a week ago while Isa of Isa Does Tech and myself were enjoying a bit of a working holiday out in Hawaii, where we also brought with us the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 and the Galaxy Z Flip 3. Yes, we finally got our hands on the foldables and we were using them for that trip. We actually swapped the devices on particular days so that we could do like camera tests and actually get to know the devices. So we give some perspectives just at the uh, outset of our time doing those particular tests. Uh, but we also brought with us the Pixel 5a, which just came out prior to us leaving for that particular trip. And uh, we were already one or two full days into using that while on the islands. And we got to say, there's a reason why it's called the Pixel. There's a reason why that name still has resonance because the pictures coming out of those were perfect for this little vacation we were having. We get into all of that and more on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for kicking it with us. Thank you for letting us have a little bit of time off. But here is an episode that we still recorded while on that time off. So go ahead and enjoy. There's no can opening sound here, but cheers. Cheers. All right. Even when we go on what is basically a vacation, we basically work. <laughs> but welcome to Hawaii. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Took you a while to think of that. <laughs> yeah, that was very stiff. It's been a long, long, but fun day. Yeah. All right. So um, we brought the stuff that, okay, so this is supposed to be like a working vacation or uh, that's probably working holiday, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so we are here. Uh, we are doing our best to have a pretty minimal footprint. Um, so to anybody out there, like it is crowded in Hawaii. It, there are a lot of things still going on, but, you know, the capacity has been lowered in a lot of different establishments and for gatherings and whatnot. So bear that in mind. And yeah, just uh, in our case, we're just doing our best to like make sure we're adding to the local economy rather than um, we're doing we're trying to make sure that we do that as much as possible. So local things, local services and places that are not too crowded. Yeah. Local food with masks, all of that. Yeah. Um, so. With all that said, we did bring a lot of our work with us um, to this to this trip. And I guess uh, what we'll do at the start of this episode, we're just going to go ahead and start off with the one that we used all day today. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It, right. So we did a lot of things today and it was pretty interesting because I just, I didn't realize that we, okay, we did technically three activities. And I didn't realize how much photos and videos those three activities would be, mm -hmm. right? It's a lot. <laughs> so I think we have a pretty good um, data set. Is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, I think you could say that. Mm -hmm. We have a really good idea of... But the, here's the thing, though. The Pixel 5a, which is uh -huh. what we're talking about. Um, so we have the Pixel 5a, and we actually do finally have the Samsung Foldable. So we'll get mm -hmm. to that a little bit later. Um, but today, we, we were like we're like choosing each day to use one device pretty much exclusively for that day. And today was Pixel 5a day. Oh, that might actually... <laughs> that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> uh, Pixel 5a day basically entailed us using the cameras for our respective pieces of content. For you, it's called the vlog test? Yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, I will add too, though, that another layer to this whole Pixel 5a day is that there were two people with their own Pixel 5a experiencing True. the Pixel 5a's in a way that they'd use it. And it's pretty interesting because now we can run around, take photos and videos, and sort of come back to each other 
and talk about that a little bit. I, I have to say that was pretty fun. It's also pretty fun to see like having the same device, what different shots we prioritized and what we were what what stuff we were trying to take in and stuff like that. So I think, you know, it, it's a fun way to test devices, I think. And if if it's possible to do stuff like this more, <laughs> I feel like it also gives you more info. More insight, not just to how you use your particular device, but how others might use it. Yeah, in a way. Um, I feel like you and I were fairly similar for today. I think I was a lot more video heavy. Um, uh -huh, I think uh -huh. I was a lot more video heavy. After all, I do a real-world camera test, and your vlog test will entail a lot of like going through the different features and mm -hmm. going through the different types of photos and stuff like yeah. that. But here's the thing. In your case, did you ever get to work with the Pixel 5 or the Pixel 4a 5G in particular? No. So here's the interesting thing about this particular Pixel for me. The last Pixel that I used was probably like the 3. Mm -hmm. And it's been a while. Mm -hmm. So I had never before tried the budget Pixels. And I remember not being so sold on what's the what was the first budget pixel the four uh three a three a I wasn't so sold on that device because I was looking at it through the lens of it, just it being cheap mm -hmm. and when you look at the at at that phone through those lenses and of course contextually where I'm from in Asia where there are way cheaper phones. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking like just that one factor, right? Just it being cheap. Of course, it's gonna not win, right? But then today, after I use this Pixel, arguably the bu another budget Pixel, I, I remember just why I like taking photos with Pixel phones. It's quite impossible to take a bad photo with this phone. And it constantly surprises me as to how it... Like, if Pixels were people, they'd be those dudes who had no bad take. Literally, you know? It's like, it's just, it's just so good. And time and time again, I take a photo and then it processes. And that's one thing, though. They've always taken a hot second to process and that's still the case the a series yes yes like um so to put that into context the pixel 3a you might have thought oh so at this price point there are so many choices and that's a valid point and that's a very true point as well like mm -hmm. it's a fact that there mm -hmm. are so many choices especially if you're out in asia uh -huh. for that particular price and i think I, I think the pixel 3a was as low as like 350 maybe four uh -huh. Uh -huh. um the thing is, it might not have been the fastest phone, but it was good enough for most people for everyday work. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the cameras were concerned, though, we took that phone to a couple of places, or I did, for a couple of our trips mm -hmm. during 2019. And wow, like consistently across all of the cameras that I had at any mm -hmm. given point during Japan and the Philippines, the Pixel 3a had the best photos. And so that was the thing, though. That was the one point. Remember when I said that arguably if you're just looking at price, it, it, it would not win. But that's the one thing that I did realize right now. No matter what you say and no matter what phone you offer at this point, if a person wants to be shooting on a Pixel, 
the Pixel 5a is compelling because it's still a pixel and it still gives you that level of... I'm as sorry, a, that a was Sam, a foldable. As a yeah. Samsung sound blares in the background. <laughs> but yeah, that level of pixel goodness, but in a cheaper price tag. And I guess that was the point. I was looking at the A-series in a vacuum, I think, which, I mean, you never really should <laughs> at this point in, in, in smartphones, right? And... I mean, I guess I at this point I'm convinced as to why and how, and also like well, okay. the sheer you, amount of good shots really. Well, is give my me point. give us more detail because like right now we're just hearing Pixel Five A great shots, great this and that. But like, what exactly was your experience like with it? And I do want to contextualize it uh-huh. because a lot of the features that you're probably going to talk about were not even close to being part of the three or the three A that you remember. A lot of it came in the four and the five. The five in particular, like introduced mm-hmm. some very important things to the to like what those stabilization modes in the video. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not even talking about video right now. I'm talking about like just photos, sheer photos. And I remember like having a very good portrait mode once upon a time on the Google Pixel Two. Um, HDR is always great. Uh, I remember being in Vegas and we were in Fremont and you took that photo of me looking at the lights and considering like that was just crap lighting. That's it a was it was scene. a good shot. And it it yeah. was a great shot. Another big thing that sticks out to me was when we went to the the Las Vegas sign. And again, we did that at night and it was a good shot. And so that being said, I remember having like very good low light capabilities on pixels. I remember having really good portrait modes. And remember the joke I was making earlier, like I could have people in my background. And when I travel, I mean, Instagram boyfriends, Instagram girls, you know this. You don't want people loitering in your really nice, what should I say, romantic, scenic Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Like, you want people out of there. But then just turn on the portrait mode (laughs) and you're sort of good. You know what that is in the lexicon of cameras? It's low aperture, (laughs) which is is what I often say to Issa, which is like, you know, if if the scene doesn't look great, lower that aperture and everything will look okay. But I guess my point is, again, in the context of what you're saying, we're talking about like actual gear. This is a $500 phone that can do that for you and yeah, do yeah. it well. And you're saying that it's doing a really good job. Yeah, it and, is. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just saying like the gear that we have, that's what I usually say. Yeah. Um. So really good portrait cutouts. There are plenty of them. I think if you follow either of us on uh-huh. Instagram, you're going to see a yeah. bunch of them already. Yeah. Um. I am really excited about like certain Google editing stuff. I'm not sure if you had this in previous pixels. This is new to me, of course, because I've not tried a pixel in a while, but they were talking about that lighting effect where you can move around that's where the five. lighting Okay. That, that's a five feature. Okay, so that's pretty cool to me and that's blowing my mind. I I you shot a photo of me earlier and like I was trying to move the shadows around so it could be on one side and I could look like a little more contoured mm-hmm. or on the other side and I could have like my whole face, like the the side of my face in shadows, just not in shadow. So like my whole face could be illuminated. Like, I'm just like, what? Is this a thing? I mean, crazy. Um, Another 
fun thing. I'm just like off the top of my head thinking about the stuff that stood out to me. Was that there are levels on beauty mode now. Like you can turn it off and then you could be subtle and then there's another one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally like subtle. Um, so yeah, I, I like that there are levels now. Yeah, I guess. for sure. So a lot of what, a lot of what, you're experiencing with the 5a those were a lot of like five features Mm -hmm. but there was another phone that came out around the time of the five during its cycle and that was the 4a 5g Uh so if we uh talk about the device at large um the 5a is basically the 4a 5g just updated yeah 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 um now it's future proofing it's yes it's just sort of like making it more current so there's so, no need to put 5G in all of the titles. <laughs> we have 5G everywhere. And, okay, so I'm just going to put this out there because this is what I said in my video. So the three main things that the Pixel 5a improved on from the Pixel 4a 5G would be one, a metal unibody. <laughs> I remember this from the video I shot. <laughs> Do you have waterproofing? Yes. And which we actually, which yeah, I, I think we 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 didn't we really pushed we, it. We, we pushed it. Pushed we didn't it. we didn't actually dip okay, the phone fine, in the water, pushing it hundred percent. But we sure. felt better yeah. about having it in our hands while we were at the pool. Yeah, and so like, I mean, I don't know if people do this. I don't know if people swim with their phones. I certainly don't. Even if you tell me, a lot it's of people wanted to though. They all had those cases. You I saw? mean, yeah, but. <laughs> See, or the, okay, the waterproof in a lot of bags. cases, in a lot of cases, even if your phone's waterproof, you're still gonna buy the waterproof baggie. That's what I'm saying. You, they so did that's that. the point, though, because people, even if they have waterproof phones, do not normally just take their phones and go into the water. Yeah, they will still buy, and it was te- a ten dollar plastic baggie for their phones so that they just have that extra layer of security. And I guess, like, that's what the waterproofing should be or like not submerging your phone but you're also sure that if it's sort of like you sort of accidentally drop it you're not gonna come home crying because you broke your phone yeah yeah so we had uh that we got quite a few portraits in the pool not worried about it because of the ip67 rating yes a bigger battery a bigger battery although i will say that so we completely drained their battery Granted, we nonstop took photos and videos, so I don't think that's normal usage. This is very much like a super power user type of thing. Yeah, I mean, not I don't... just a power user. I don't think like people actually like do that much shooting in a day normally. Yeah, um, maybe a five hundred dollar ish, four fifty, four fifty to five hundred dollar price point. Maybe those phones aren't exactly made for like people who are going to vlog on them on the reg, <laughs> like yeah. to do a full on day's worth vlogging with that particular device. So it's supposed to have much more battery life. It, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that once we are outside of these like videos that we're doing on YouTube, yeah, we're going to end up having that amount of battery we've life. we've been using this phone and it lasted longer than it did today. Like today was really the first day that it died on me. Yeah. You know, and we've been on these phones since we left for Hawaii. Like, yeah. I used this on the trip. So it was fine. It was fine up until we decided. <laughs> so the, aside from battery life, not necessarily related to battery life, but there is a debate that I, not a debate, there's a lot mm-hmm. of reaction that I started seeing once we got back from our activities for today. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this phone is able to do 4K at 60 frames, yeah. which is a big deal. Which is, it's um, not a lot of phones do that. And I know this because I do um, camera tours. Yeah. And so this is something that, you know, brands don't say outright. And you're going to see like a 60 FPS setting. But then when you go on 4K, it's not going to let you do that. Another thing that happens is the phone has 4K. But it doesn't let you any do any other feature on the 4K footage or yeah. yeah, a lot of other things, right? So with so there is 4K, there's 4K at 60. Um when shooting at 4K at 60, apparently the Pixel 5a overheats really quickly. Mm. Um so the thing is, I have to say, when it comes to these more budget, let's say mid-range devices when it comes to using them in this scenario that we're talking about mm -hmm. you've seen you saw me i was struggling like You're i actually had a quite a few bit, problems yeah. with like the camera app like locking up on me in pictures and when it came to video uh -huh. i never got an overheat problem um it did give me that warning of like mm -hmm. devices too hot video quality might suffer mm -hmm. but i only got that a few times today but it did happen and the, the other thing is that um as you were saying before processing on photos will take a while yeah and that always ends up happening yeah um but yeah i I, this is this is definitely this is definitely the use case scenario. The thing I did today that probably is way yeah. beyond what this phone was Although, meant to be. I will used say for. though, I will say though, it happened to you, but it didn't happen to me, and mostly because I was shooting in 1080p. Exactly. So it's interesting to see that one big difference because even your on what screen on time mm -hmm. was way different than mine, and yeah. I had like okay screen on time considering all the shots and all the stuff i've done because that's something that i'm going to do all the time yeah every single phone first thing i do is open up that camera and make sure it stays at 4k one of the we were talking about some of the other phones in this price bracket mm -hmm. and I, I get really annoyed when i run into like an asian phone that mm -hmm. does this little quirk every time you change some sort of setting it goes back it goes back <laughs> i hate that oh my gosh so what my, i liked thank god for this one mm -hmm. I, I went to 4k in the standard mode and uh -huh. even as i ran into all of the other stabilization modes once i go back to standard uh -huh. it automatically goes back to 4k so, so thank god for that so my pet peeve is actually um settings not carrying over to different modes like i do some I change beauty mode settings on the photo mode and then I go on portrait mode and it just, it's fresh. And you've already take, like, taken a gazillion photos and then you check them and you're like, oh, it's too much beauty mode. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hate that. I mean, it's it's a little quirk. But yeah, I mean, I guess that, that also ties to what I was saying earlier, right? About how I like that there were two people testing out the phones in different capacities because all those problems that you got were not problems that I had. Mm -hmm. And so probably I guess the lesson here is if, if you're the type of user who'd want to vlog like all day in 4K, probably you don't want to get a mid-range device, right? Maybe um, you're... You can't go ham. That's really mm -hmm. that's really what it is, and that's but, and that's exactly what I do. But I think it's also an impressive thing that I did a lot. I mean, we shot the whole day, like all those activities. Main difference is you did four K. I was on ten eighty p, but my experience was okay, and that's still saying a lot. Yeah. Right. Social um, media will be perfectly fine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
I mean, okay, my videos are still on 1080p, so <laughs> yeah. even YouTube will be fine, let's be honest. We did both come to the same conclusion by the end of the uh, main activity, which was a hike. Um, once we got to the end of it, we realized that, so again, you didn't have this experience with the Pixel 5 or the 4A 5G because that's where most of the features, especially the stabilization modes, yeah, okay. that's where they started at. But we started using them and obviously like we try to take advantage of it. The only one I didn't use is the cinematic pan. Oh my gosh. Okay. Adding that to the list of the stuff I forgot to take shots of. <laughs> well, the cinematic pan, uh, just to give you a, uh, just to give you like a quick primer on it, it uses the 60 frame per second mode, mm -hmm. and then you do your pan and it'll slow it down so that it's oh, wait, very that's nice. What you do with your that's what I do with my actual camera. camera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I go I go 4K 60, slow it down, and I do all of my handheld shots that's like that. That's funny. So it's cool that Google they do that. Google was just like, hey, uh, Joshua does this, and maybe we should make it available to everyone. But the only yes. problem is with those stabilizations, mm -hmm. they all, once you do any of the stabilization modes outside of standard, mm -hmm. everything's 1080p. Um, so that's- Not a problem to me. Yes, exactly. But we both came to the same conclusion realizing this because we obviously have, and we talked about this on the last show, a high-powered Pixel 6 on the way. I'm excited about that. Because um, what we say, were saying, that phone is going to do it. Yeah, so I got to say, so we were also talking about this earlier. We were like, yeah, Google AI, Google image processing has always been amazing. And it's, and it's so great to see that on a mid-range device. And it's so great to see that in action because you have it at a lower price tag. And considering that these are not top-of-the-line hardware on these cameras, and it's still good, your question was like, what more if we had better hardware? Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, prefacing that statement by, you know, us saying that, and also, we don't heard that these are not the best cameras because, again, this is a mid-range device, right? And that, all that being said now leads us to only one road, which is the Google 6. Pixel 6. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Pixel you said Google, 6? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what's funny to me was that you know that it takes a lot for me to get excited over like cheaper versions of devices, right? A lot of people, there are some people who get excited over the cheaper alternatives because of course, more choice. But, and you also know this about me, I am all for like going all out, like the weird stuff. Like, like tell me it's not reasonable. I want to try it, right? Give me all the frills. Give me all the thrills. Is that term? Sure. Sure. So, I mean, sometimes when I get mid-range devices, I need to ask myself, like, sure, it's a good phone, but, like, what's so special about it? And when we got sent the Pixel 5a, that was my question. Like, to me, a good mid-range phone is a good mid-range phone, right? But what's so special about this? But what this phone has actually achieved with at least me is that it got me even more excited over the Pixel 6. And... I can't, I don't know. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I mean, we have all, I said this last week when we were talking about the Pixel 6 and just the announcement that um, obviously people want these, the, the, the combination of the two, 
They want the Google processing on really good hardware, which mm-hmm. is why whenever there's a really good phone with a really good camera out there, what is the comment we get all the time? Pudgy oh cam on it. Oh my gosh, Pudgy yeah. cam on it. Pudgy cam on it. Which I will say again on another podcast, I would never do that, guys, because then I'd be reviewing Gcam. Yeah. Yeah, we need to review that. We are reviewing or testing the phone in its capacity the way that it's meant to be used. Yeah. Uh, the way that it was engineered, let's say. And I mean, I get it, you can. It's just, it's not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and there's room for that. There are people yeah. out there. Shouts out to Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick over at FanDroid. Yeah. He does the GCAM test. He does a lot of great stuff there. Check him out. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, one of, one final thing on the Pixel 5a. Um, the audio you're listening to right now is actually being recorded. Huh, I didn't even know. Th- oh, my gosh. I am tired. I didn't even realize that was a Pixel 5a. Yeah, I have the Rode Wireless Go 2, our new uh, travel-friendly podcasting rig, <laughs> um, connected into the Pixel 5a. So right now, it is literally recording us via this little system. So mm. using the Pixel 5a, this is a phone that is affordable enough for, any- for a lot of people. And if you're anything like me, you'll find multiple ways of taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. That's what a good value phone is able to do is mm-hmm. um, it's not going to be the absolute fastest and might have a bunch of quirks, but if you are still able to do everything you need to do, that's a win. Yeah. That's an and absolute So win. I always say this, though, because people ask, like, what's what's the best phone? I'm like, you can't be like, what's the best phone? That's like a question in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Or like, people ask, like, what's the worst phone? I'm like, you, can't, you can't ask that because, of course, like, budget phones will do less than mid-range phones, will do less than flagship phones. And like, when you judge more affordable phones you have to look at it in the context of you are paying less for it so what are you getting of course you won't be able to get flagship specs on a price tag that's pretty much not flagship there will always be a compromise but the question then becomes like are you okay with that compromise and how well-rounded is the device you're looking at considering that this is your price range right yeah and uh, on the t- so that would be our quick perspective on the Pixel Five A content on all of that coming fairly soon. I'm sure Jaime has fairly, a- yeah, <laughs> fairly. I mean, this is basically our vacation, so it's going to take a few days for us once we get back. Um, I'm, I think Jaime has a Pixel Five A, so I'm I'm not too sure when content on it is meant to be coming. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to find out um, for Pocket Now at least. But for uh-huh. me and you, we're gonna have something pretty soon within the next week for sure. Um, Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. So with um, with the theme of following up on last week's podcast, let's get into a quick break and then we'll get into our foldables. All right. So the other quirk, this is not this is not the way that the pixels went. We have one of the Z Fold. And we have one of the Z Flip. <laughs> so we're not special like in that regard. We're not. So we're not this, special these, in that regard. These are Joshua's foldables. I'm borrowing it. But they did t- they did tell me that you're able to do content on it, which is great. Good for you. Yay. Um, and because of that, so far, I have been on the fold and you've uh-huh. been on the flip. And tomorrow is our fold flip day. Yes. And then the day after that, uh-huh. um, it's going to be flip fold flip day. Fold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... We'll see how well this this particular system works, right? Um, I'm curious what's going to happen when I put the fold in your hands and you try to use it for an entire day. Because we both agreed that 
it may not be the form factor that really uh-huh. that we gravitate to. However, you have found use cases for it. I know this. <laughs> I know this because I saw it in action on the plane when I was trying to talk to you, and you would not respond. I had okay. Issa and I are different people on planes. So <laughs> on a plane, because I pretty much am a workaholic. Not even a workaholic. I just I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't think you could really. I don't think you could really call it that, but let's just say I work so much that when I'm put in a situation where work is possible but not necessarily required. but not necessarily super easy to uh-huh. do, I would rather I, I end up just but doing everything else. But you're also an optimization nut. So I feel like in your head, you're like, planes are not optimized for work, so I will not. Yes. Um that being said, <laughs> I did, I did, I did film the Z Fold on the plane. Given mm-hmm. that I'm now using a full frame camera, and I can bump that ISO up in that dark plane, <laughs> uh-huh. so I did work a little. And the bit. shots look good. Yeah. So in my case, the Z Fold three made absolute sense on that plane. I dude, I, he I, loved it. You loved it. I you pre- were totally enjoying it. I pre-downloaded so many pieces of content. I watched a whole episode of It's Okay Not to Be Okay. He I watched didn't a couple talk episodes to me. of Food Wars. I played some Dragon Quest Eight. I did so many things in that seat. Dude, um, I was staring at him just to like tease him. I'd be like, wouldn't it be funny if he looked over this way? And I, I just was staring at him with like a grin on my face. <laughs> and like for like there were three times he did not notice and i just got tired of the joke man <laughs> so it th- this is the thing though i while i obviously loved my time with the z fold 3 on that plane i also came away with it knowing this is one of the only situations where i will feel uh-huh. this way because that afternoon after arriving in honolulu we were walking around and i was doing my best to use the z fold 3 and already I was feeling when we're on the go and I need to get to my phone and actually do stuff, it's just, it's a little bit bulkier in my pocket. Mm-hmm. If I really want to do something, I'm going to unfold it and then it becomes a two-handed affair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, it's fun. And and after this episode, uh, after we record this episode, I'm probably going to lie down and play some games <laughs> on it. Like, that's good. Yeah. Those situations are great. But that just makes it very clear to me that the situations where a tablet are useful is useful are very few and far between for me. For like, you. Yeah. But that's like, let's qualify that with a for you. Yeah. Because there are people who want it, yeah. right? They want it anywhere. Yeah. But where do I... So if you're going to judge the Z Fold 3 based upon how much you use a tablet, uh-huh. I use it in such specific situations. I don't use a tablet. Yeah, there that's you go. my thing. That's, there you go. That like... The last time I used a tablet was when I was in law school... And I needed an iPad to read stuff on in an attempt to save paper. I did not even watch shows on it. Like, it's, it's just, to me at least, tablets aren't part of my workflow, which is why this phone isn't as appealing to me. And also, the fact that on that trip, I didn't even use my phone a lot. So I had the Z Flip on that trip. But the one thing that already stood out to me was that it could fit my pockets. It could fit any pockets that I had. And I was so happy about that. Like, it was such, 
it's so nice to walk around the airport where you already have like so many things happening, so many things you're trying to get out of your bag and back in your bag and out back out and of your bag and back in your bag. And it's just like, it's not like I'm going to be keeping my phone and now I have a pocket and now it fits in my pocket. It's not peeking out and I know it's not going to fall off because it's not too big. It's just right. Like, I love that. Why can't that be like the case? Like always. <laughs> That's what I want in life. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about the, your experience with the Z Flip in a bit. Um, and oh, wait, just one more thing. I I had... Because I I got this comment before. They were like, just get pants with bigger pockets, man. <laughs> I was like, I had loose pants. Like, they had considerably, in like, women terms, bigger pockets this time. And yeah. they were just like, I, we, I, I tried to fit the fold and it just would not. It, I looked like I had... I was packing <laughs> when I had that in my pocket. You wow. remember? Sure, sure. I mean... It just really, it's, it's, if I put that in my pocket, I'd be scared it'd fall out. When I put the Z flip in my pocket, like, that's how pockets should work. <laughs> Fair. Um, a couple of things, a couple of quirks when it comes to the Z Fold 3 that I've kind of come up with after a couple of days of using it. Um, the way that the software renders apps, mm -hmm. I think I just, I think I slash we just have to, at this point, deal. Because you have seen, as I'm using the phone, unfolded, how Twitter is mm -hmm. still just a version of Twitter that is bigger. Yeah. It is also Instagram. For some reason, Facebook just won't make Instagram <laughs> work for that screen. Yeah. They still keep it let very... Instagram work for any screen. Like, it's the same way with a Z Flip. There's, like, a weird-ass black area at the bottom because the Z Flip screen is longer. I noticed that, too. And that that's still a thing. Yeah. Um. In YouTube, when I open it mm -hmm. up, there's still the sidebar when it comes to the subscriptions and uh -huh. all the different channels that you're subscribed to. But all the videos on the right side, there's this weird blank space. And it's like, I think we just have to deal at this point because a lot, there aren't enough foldables out there to make these developers create the interfaces that will support it. So mm. are they going to make an app that is just straight up like there's a version of it just for the Z Fold? Like, no, that's a little bit too niche. <laughs> no. um, that being said, and I've said this, I, don't, I think I've said this in the days leading up to the Z Fold and uh -huh. Z Flip coming out. The thing that the Z Fold, I think, has to do is what their tablets do. When you connect something or if you just want to have the interface available, that big screen should just be DeX. It should just be a DeX version of UI. Of the of the one UI. Now, granted, yeah. now granted, it means that you have to like pinch and drag and all this stuff for the Windows, or it's better if you have like a keyboard and a mouse or something like that, or a touchpad rather, given their tablets. But I think that the option should be there, and I and the option at least should be there. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. That's true multitasking because let's put it this way: you can have three applications running at once. That's yeah. the grid that you're supposed to have on the Z Fold. That's great. That's fine. Can you do it with Instagram? No. Yeah. <laughs> you can't I do it with Instagram. We and then, want our Instagram so that we get distracted from our everyday sad work life. <laughs> we need it. On a Dex interface, Instagram is a window. You just put it on the side and you get everything that's else. That's true though. So that's and I think that's even like your suggestion is even the shortcut. Yeah. Like it would be the shortcut because the, the right way is to find a way to get them all to work mm -hmm. as is, right? Yeah. yeah. So that that's one of the one of the quirks. And 
on full day tomorrow for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to using the the cover screen as a selfie shooting viewfinder. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that's great. Um, but much like the Pixel 5a, um, one of the ways that these phones are actually in, uh, actually very similar. The camera hardware is the same as the last edition, so yeah. not a whole, not not a ton of enhancements. The form factor again does add to what the Z Fold Three is able to offer. And if you really want to be like that vloggy self portrait type person on the you know wide angle vlogging Casey Neistat style, okay, that was a long phrase, yeah. but go on. <laughs> the Z Fold Three is for sure one of the only phones that can really give you that. So okay. Speaking of cameras. But also, it's not ergonomically yeah, friendly yeah, for yeah, that. Really. <laughs> anyway, it's, go it's ahead. It's not. Um, one thing is it has an underscreen camera. Yeah. And so I still haven't done the fold. Again, that's the one thing I really want to check out. Like we spoke about in the lo- lost. Wow. Last. <laughs> I'm sorry. I might be a little. <laughs> this drink is, yeah. Let's move on. Um, that's the one thing that I wanna test out. But it's also like you can see the underscreen camera. Like it's still obvious. It's still very obvious that it's there, and I think we've seen quote unquote better looking ones although i will again add an asterisk that we saw it on concept devices right so Mm -hmm. that shouldn't really count yeah right it's a concept device it shouldn't count but the thing is i don't know did maybe i just wanted it to be a little better because the area where the camera is there's a screen but you know it's there because it's sort of, and Joshua explained it this way, it's sort of like there are just like bigger pixels. Yeah. It sort of looks like a weird area where like the pixels They're less probably dense. got broken or something. Yeah. And so it's like a little weird. You don't really notice it until someone points it out and then you can't unsee it. Can't unsee it. Um, it's one of those things that when you suspend your disbelief, suspend your belief? I'm trying. That's a that's a phrase I always mess up. But anyway, when you, yeah. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, when you start looking at it, it's so obvious, and it's almost as if the pixel density took yeah. a massive dive in that little circle. So like, you can actually see diodes in there, and <laughs> like, here's the thing though: when I was watching those Korean dramas and that anime, uh-huh. it was fine. Yeah, because, because like you I, were I'm, not I'm not paying look, attention. I'm not yeah. looking in that direction. Yeah, and and I must admit, it does look good. Like if you're watching something. When we try the full screen thing, I know it's the wrong aspect ratio, but it looks good. It looks really, really good. It was still plenty for the subtitles. There's enough room for the <laughs> subtitles. I'll say it's that much. It's the sites that get cut. So that, <laughs> that, that, that's a thing. So, so yeah. Good for you, K-drama lovers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just... Oh, okay. It's weird because I have been one of the people who've been waiting for underscreen cameras to be a thing. And now that it's here, it's like I'm not quite as happy because of execution. Um, I worry about picture quality. 
I'm seeing that. Oh, yeah, I haven't even tried anything with yeah, the camera yet. Yeah, ha- we haven't. I haven't personally. I haven't touched the folds. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. Okay. I guess it's because the only time I would do it is in flex mode. Uh huh. And you can switch to the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I would, and on top of that, I would never open the whole thing up and then try to take a selfie. Yeah, like, that's, that's always me. been my thing. That's basically me because, like, I can think of like certain situations right now where I do it. Which is a lot. So, <laughs> so I guess, I mean, I get it. I, whoa, your laptop is my blasting la- my off. My laptop went into turbo mode for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, Continue. Yeah, so I guess that, that's it for me. First off, I'm ha- it makes sense that they did this on the fold. Because if you do it on the flip, people would most definitely notice because it's a smaller form factor and its form factor is built so that like you actually really use that inside selfie camera on flex mode because of how it's built and how you can stand it up right indeed yes and you notice more because there are only two other cameras up front right wait Mm -hmm. how many other cameras are there on the back i'm trying to count like there should be like yeah there's three yeah so you have one more on this so i guess they were thinking like if the selfie camera isn't as good like Technically, you still have it. The priority is the screen. And then you can always just shoot with the rear cameras, which was your point, right? When yeah. we were arguing about this. But it's also that if if the priority is the screen, and it's still not that good. Yeah, it's a weird middle. It. It's a weird middle path. And we'll keep saying that. That's really the, yeah, the thought and that I we mean, have. So I guess that's why I'm like a little sad about it. I've been waiting for it and like this happens and I'm like, I'm neither here nor there and I neither want a pixelated screen nor a not very good selfie camera. And maybe it's a retrain of how you use this phone or whatnot. But then again, well, here's here comes here comes my version of the it's not it's neither all the way here nor is it all the way there Uh on your Z Flip. Uh Well, on the Z Flip you're using. Yeah, because it's not mine. <laughs> um, mine will ship like way later, which is crazy. What I find funny about that phone, uh-huh. that cover display, when you use it as a viewfinder for the rear cameras, uh-huh. it beats the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra at its own game. But here's the problem. Uh-huh. Those cameras are still not current. The, the camera, cameras on the Z Flip. The Z Flip yeah. cameras are still two 12 megapixel shooters. Not yeah. saying that they're bad. But they're pretty good. If you're but... just looking at raw power and what yeah. their capabilities are, if I were, I keep comparing that phone to the Mi 11 Ultra, which you know I love, but mainly. But I keep comparing the Mi 11 Ultra to the Meizu Pro 7, uh-huh. which was the very first phone with a QT screen. I call it QT screen from my review from years back because it had a tiny screen that allowed it to do all the things. And I can't believe I'm saying this, that the Mi 11 Ultra was supposed to be doing with that screen. Yeah. The thing is, the Mi 11 Ultra, that screen doesn't do enough. This screen does way more. And, oh my and, gosh, and you guys, you should see it. I put my like YouTube logo on it and just it fits perfectly. And it's just, it's so good. Well, in terms of the camera, you can do video. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do quick selfies and whatnot. It, it actually I works. Mean, it's still limited. Yes, but it's but it actually works really well as a viewfinder yeah. because there's this little button. No matter what, whatever, no matter what mode you're in, 
there's this little button that turns on the cover display uh-huh. and yeah. you can use it for those modes. Yeah, That's exactly what the Mi 11 I Ultra will, was supposed to do. But <laughs> but let's 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 pause there though and say that first off there are still different modes. Like when the phone is closed, you can double tap the the power button. Is it the power button? The fingerprint. Yeah, the yeah, power, power button. button. And it'll give you sort of like the covers, the cover, what do you call this? The cover screens, selfie mode. Yeah. Like it's just a selfie mode. Like it allows you to shoot really quickly in square format. You could see it. It's pretty great. It's pretty detailed for such a small, it's still a small screen, no matter what you say, but it's it's pretty detailed and you can take great photos with it. I mean, the last flip had such a tiny screen that even if you can see yourself, you're just not really sure what's going on there. Yeah. The only thing is on on in that methodology of taking videos or photos, mm-hmm. you're right. It's, it's only just a square. Yeah. It's only just a square um, output. But there's the thing though. The act of the act of unlocking the phone, uh-huh. going to the camera, uh-huh. and then using the cover display uh-huh. as the viewfinder, you know what? That's not a bridge too far for me. Uh-huh. I'm happy to do that extra step in order to get a good viewfinder off of this, which is why I'm like, this is actually a pretty good creator's phone because it's got that, that, that screen is so effective. Uh-huh. The only thing is those cameras, <laughs> those cameras, same 12 megapixel sensors, same hardware from before. But yeah. anyway, that's just my, like, that's my, so far, because I, mean, I, okay. I, I haven't used a Z Flip as much as you, but, uh-huh. but with what little I know of it, from a but personal like, experience, that's the only rant I have But, so like, far. do you think that it might be one of the factors why or how they were able to bring the price down? Because that's another big thing about this phone. Agreed. You're looking at a $1,000 phone, and all of a sudden, a foldable, a very passable and appealing foldable is in the same bracket or even lower as other flagships. No, I agree. And I, then it makes a compelling argument altogether. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the previous um, podcasts about how many people just wanted this phone, like the sheer number of people and the sheer number of people who actually pre-ordered this phone. Yeah, like, including the two of us. Including the two of us. So, come on, people. I... I I switched my flight for this phone, so let's be honest here. Um, but that's that would that goes. Is back. that a good compromise? Is that a good enough compromise? Though, I think I I think I could deal uh-huh. because nearly no other phone allow, Flip folds. Uh, not just that flips. Sorry, flips. <laughs> virtually no other phone lets you use the rear cameras with a viewfinder. Uh-huh. So that's already a win. You know, one could argue that an Apple with an uh, an iPhone with an Apple Watch could. Not perfect, you know. Neither is True. this, but like I've we've we've already been in situations where you are looking at the, looking at the camera, but then you keep looking down at your wrist. Sometimes the connection is not perfect, so you get really choppy and also, feedback. Like how much is an Apple Watch and how much is an iPhone? Exactly. So I I, I still call it a win. I'm only just giving uh-huh. my small rant about how the cameras are still like yeah. torn. But um, the other thing is the point that we made last week, or I made. Um, at nine ninety nine, that is that is its feature that puts it at that price. Yeah, is it's the a, flipping. It's, so I really, and I said this in my um, Z Flip video, initial video. I really feel like the Z Flip is the tipping point phone. It 
is the foldable. Like we're at that point in the timeline. It's the foldable that's getting people who are not just tech enthusiasts to go get the phone. Like it's the, gosh, it's, I know so many people who pre-order this and like coming from non-techies and techies alike. There is a solid want for this device. It's so funny to me that the the terms Z Flip and Impulse Buy mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. starting to show up in the same sentence with our friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, I think by and large, we're happy with the way the Z Flip Three is mm-hmm. turning out. That cover screen See, is doing a good yeah. job. It's got that customization, like you were saying, with the logo. Yeah, and I guess I'm th- always into. Yeah, that. I guess the thing is for me, it makes sense, right? Like, give me a lower price tag. That's a compromise I'm willing to take with the with the hardware cameras. But again, what other? It boils down to what's in the market, right? And I'm not even looking at it as as just in the U.S. Like, um, for context, because I'm technically. I'm I'm not from here, right? So I look I tend to look at tech in a more global sphere and not just what this market offers, but also in a general sense. And I get it. Some people would argue that, you know, if I can't get the phone, I'm not gonna look at it, sure. But like we're talking about technology here and we're making content about technology. So I feel like at a certain point you'd want to look at like where the whole like like in a bigger perspective, right? And in the grand scheme of things. This is the only phone that offers this at this price point, these folding capabilities with these cameras. Say what you want about the 12 megapixel cameras, but those are still very capable and very good cameras that, you know, you might not even be getting on budget phones and yet you have them. I'm not saying they're cheap, but I'm saying they're more affordable. And then you have the folding form factor. Those are things you can't find on any other device. And we both know this, if there's not really any competition and it's a device that actually performs well, you'd be hard-pressed not to recommend it because it's the only thing in that bracket, Yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what this is, really. Yeah, so you've already been having, clearly you've been having a blast with it already. <laughs> yeah, I love so this. So tomorrow's your flip day, so I better be seeing you using that cover display to vlog. Oh, no. Uh, flex moding for vertical video <sighs> on the front-facing camera. The, the the square is. So I feel like my video is gonna be like a camera vlog test, but also a shootout with myself. <laughs> like meaning, I just attempt to not use my IG boyfriend privileges oh. and try and see what happens with the flex mode and what I can get from this phone. Which gonna, is that? I'm gonna put this on the record with two people. No, with, with, I still want my shot. <laughs> with these, with the no, not just that, but you know, with two people who had a Pixel Five A, we both looked at each other's photos, and all I kept hearing from Isa was, "Man, your shots are so good." <laughs> and they were like, he shot the sunset, and I tried to do the same shot. Like we were in the same place, and for some reason, I couldn't get the angle that like I could like get the sun in the shot like it was that bad i couldn't get the sun in the shot so that's uh yeah i'm putting that on the record that's why i wanted to say that and with that being said we're gonna go ahead and call (laughs) it on this episode Uh, yes exactly um flip 
fold flip day tomorrow and then flip fold day after that. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. look forward to all of our content on these particular devices. I'm sure Jaime is in the middle of his as well for the Pocket Now channels. Um, but so yeah, take a look at all of that and follow us on our various social media channels in the links that are in the show notes, but I'll go through them in the outro starting now. All of the links to follow Isa at Isa Does Tech and myself are found in the show notes. Make sure you follow us on YouTube in our respective channels and also on all of our social media. From there, you can go to pocketnow.com for all of the latest headlines. See Pocket Now on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Pocket Now. And then head over to youtube.com slash Pocket Now for video content that's pretty much coming out every single day. With all of that said, we are going to call it on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me and Isa on this episode, and we will see you in the next one.